Part 1 1942-1975 Chapter 1 The Quest for a Theory of Everything 1980 In the centre of Cambridge, England, there are a handful of narrow lanes that seem hardly touched by the 20th or 21st centuries. The houses and buildings represent a mixture of eras, but a step around the corner from the wider thoroughfares into any of these little byways is a step back in time into a passage bending between old college walls or a village street with a medieval church and churchyard or a malt house. Traffic noises from equally old but busier roads nearby are barely audible. There is near silence, birdsong, voices, footsteps. Scholars and townspeople have walked here for centuries. When I wrote my first book about Stephen Hawking in 1990, I began the story in one of those little passageways, Free School Lane. It runs off Bennett Street, beside the church of St. Bennett's, with its 11th century bell tower. Around the corner in the lane, flowers and branches still droop through the iron palings of the churchyard as they did twenty years ago, and surely for centuries before that. Bicycles tethered there belie the antique feel of the place, but a little way along on the right is a wall of black rough stones with narrow slit windows belonging to the 14th century old court of Corpus Christi College, the oldest court in Cambridge. Turn your back to that wall, and you see, high up beside a Gothic-style gateway, a plaque that reads, The Cavendish Laboratory. This gateway and the opening beyond are a portal to a more recent era, oddly tucked away in the medieval street. There is no hint here of the friary that stood on this site in the 12th century, or of the plants and trees of the gardens that later grew on its ruins. Instead, bleak, factory-like buildings, almost oppressive enough to be a prison, tower over grey asphalt pavement. The situation improves further into the complex, and in the two decades since I first wrote about it, some newer buildings have gone up, but the glass walls of these well-designed modern structures are still condemned to reflect little besides the grimness of their more elderly neighbours. For a century, until the University of Cambridge built the new Cavendish Labs in 1974, this complex housed one of the most important centres of physics research in the world. In these buildings, J.J. J. Thompson...